So much to cover, so little time. Anti-Semitism, Socialism, Green New Deal, Bigotry, all this and more on Conversations. Coming up. Let's start with anti-Semitism. Looks like Ilhan Omar is not only going to get a free pass on her latest fake conciliatory anti-Semitist outburst, but it also looks like the Democrats, leftists, liberals, whatever you want to label them as now, are not just going to give her a free pass, but they're trying to make it impossible to speak out against her person, personally for saying those by adding an anti-Muslim prohibition in this resolution that they're trying to throw together and get passed. And the ridiculous thing is just because you're pro-Israel, or that I'm pro-Israel, doesn't make you or me anti-Muslim. This is the problem when you remove the distinction between individuals and groups. Because a group is made up of individuals, but they're, they, they, they've muddled the line. I can disagree with Ilhan Omar on a personal level about her anti-Semitism and not be anti-Muslim. It's just, it's crazy that you take a stance against one person who's doing something that you believe was wrong, and all of a sudden you, you are considered a hater or a racist of the entire entity or group, whether it be gay, lesbian, trans, transgender, what have those those things, or... Uh, if you happen to be conservative or Republican or independent and not believe in some of the things the Demo- or agree with some of the things the Democrats are doing, they they seek to shut you up by throwing you under the metaphorical bus using every possible term they can, which is basically hypocritical because they're actually the ones that are most guilty. I don't know if it's, I don't want to, I should say I don't, shouldn't say I don't know because I think I do, but I don't know if it's uh, an issue of self-loathing, hypocrisy, but no, they'll call, if you disagree, all of a sudden you're less than human, you're racist, you're an entitled white person, you're a toxic male, any number of labels that they can throw, it's all become synonymous with being a racist hater and anti-humane, which is ridiculous. Those of you listening, I apologize if there's a flex in 
volume and background noise. Uh, I recorded this over a period of a few days. That's also why some of the content may not be completely as coherent and seamless as I normally try to make it. I want to continue the conversation that I started last segment about anti-Semitism because it's a good topic and a bunch has happened in regards to what I was talking about previously in the, in the last day or two. And I want to talk about the natural and logical consequences of what happens when you do what the Democratic Party is has done with Ilhan Omar in giving her a free pass basically to say whatever she wants without repercussion and turn anyone who would try to oppose her you know, via tweeting or audio or video media, folks like uh, Ben Shapiro, Crowder, uh, any number of Steve Crowder, that is, um, into uh, anti-Muslim, racist, toxic men sort of thing. Uh, it's really kind of ridiculous, but you know that's what's going to happen because the Democrats are so afraid of They want to maintain their power so bad they are willing to bend over backwards like a contortionist sticking their head in the sand to try and redirect the narrative and make you and I ignore the obviousness of the evil that is taking place here. The problem when you give someone a free pass on hateful speech of a person, race, people, group, or nation, like they're doing with Ilhan Omar, is that it is going to embolden and further enable her and others like her, regardless of whether it's them being anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, I mean, you could just uh, be someone who opposes the left and now be thought of as anti-something that's awful, or labeled as such, which is kind of ridiculous. There, There's no common ground anymore because they don't want to listen and they don't want to have a rational discussion. They want to avoid the issue and give themselves free passes while vilifying completely and utterly anyone who might try to oppose their narrative, view, and desires to and how they are trying to retain their base and their power. 
which is absolutely inexcusable. Now, that's not to say that you know, Republicans should get a get a pass either. They do a number of things that are wrong, but I'm not going to get into that. I want to stick with anti-Semitism because that's what I'm talking about. And the problem is, is that you want to accuse Republicans of being hateful and racist. Democrats do, not you uh, specifically, but they, want, they, they already have because some of them refuse to sign on to this sham of a of a deal of a resolution that is in essence precisely double standard bigotry and hypocrisy in regards to dealing with hate speech because they're not going to actually allow you to enforce it, but us to enforce it with Ilhan Omar, which I've already pointed out. I'm going to keep pointing this out. It's not about condemning her speech that is anti-Semitic. It's granting her freedom to continue to spout anti-Semitic things while giving them a coverage basis to discredit and negate when people say that what she is saying is wrong and evil because anyone with half a brain realizes that she's not ignorant of what she's doing. It has nothing to do with her not understanding her words or how they affect people. She knows full well. It's completely ridiculous, all these excuses, that all these outs that they're giving her. It's like clowns high on drugs at a picnic, in my opinion. Okay, that might be offensive, but it's just, it's ridiculous. It really is. And it needs to stop. Uh, I think uh, Ben Shapiro is right. And he calls and, and talks about a convention of states. I encourage people to listen to him and sign their names to that. Because this insanity needs to stop. Okay. The reason the insanity doesn't stop is because people are allowed to stay and retain and gain more power without ever being held accountable by the people who put them there and the, who they're supposed to be representing, which is us, the people. Think about that. They've been there so long and have gotten so ingrained that some of them don't even really care about you. They care about the people who are keeping them there. The people with anyone that gives them power and prestige. And see, the thing that's funny about it is that 
I can be pro-Israel and pro-Jew without being anti-Muslim. I think most people can. I'm sure Ben Shapiro can. Because you have to treat people on an individual basis, not because of their ethnicity or religion. That doesn't necessarily make... Ethnicity and religion have nothing to do with whether a person is morally good or morally reprehensible. It's their their actions and words that will give us a way of seeing that. But the problem is, we've created a society where you can't have a, especially as a conservative, it seems like you can't have a personal opinion that doesn't offend somebody and you're considered anti that, not only that person, but the group or whatever that person identifies as or with, that be it uh, transgender, gay, lesbian, Z, whatever, whatever, whatever they identify as, which is ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous. That every, that if you personally don't agree with somebody else's choice, you are now, is now considered being synonymous, fear is now synonymous with being a hateful, bigoted racist of whatever you're opposing, be it uh, gender dysphoria, someone's sexual orientation, or desire to be a different sex, or feel like they're a different sex, or identify as a different sex. There's no civility and respect and reason to talking with a lot of people anymore, because they just want to shut you down because... Truth is about the facts that you believe, that they believe, and if you don't get on board, well, you're less than human and just evil at worst, or ignorant as be at best. So... To close, I want to give a few other thoughts, um, one of which is that as someone who professes to be a Christian believer in Christ, um, and also just, if you have any knowledge of history, uh, point out to Omar and Democrats and people who speak out this anti-Semitic, anti-Israel. Um, just that historically people who have opposed 
the Jews as a people in Israel as a nation and tried to basically completely destroy them in one way or another uh, don't exactly have a great track record of uh, accomplishing that goal and uh, I believe as a believer um, my my reasons for saying that and for why I think that is are obviously probably considered a bit religious but uh, you can also look at history um, there's events that you can prove happen where the Jewish people were uh, were uh, vilified or, or oppressed and survived and the people who sought in some way to destroy them uh, didn't fare so well um, everything from the account in the Bible and also in the Torah of the captivity in Egypt to captivities in in uh, Babylon to the uh, stuff that happened with Hitler in World War Two and the thing that is kind of pointed out by Ben Shapiro is that um, the land isn't doesn't belong to the Palestinian people, which sounds. I know that goes counter to what a lot of people probably think and believe, but beyond the fact that there's um, spiritual belief that it belongs to them, there's also just the common sense of. The idea and legally and in culture of occupancy of territory. And Jewish people have never been completely removed from the land. So you can't, I mean, it might have, they might have been uh, a minority at many, many points throughout history, but they have never been entirely removed from the land. So when you, are stay on a land after generation after generation it's not somebody else's you actually have to give it to them it's considered your territory not somebody else's so to say that it's stolen land is not uh it's not simply a political thing or a cultural thing. It's seeking to redefine the narrative and vilify a, a people and a nation with which you at best disagree with and at worst hate and wish to wipe off the face of the planet. Uh, both, I think, are equally wrong. Um, you can make all sorts of arguments as uh, also as far as um, 
a number of other things, but that's primarily what I have for you guys today is just all this anti-Semitism stuff in the news. It's important for you to understand what it is, not just what people say it is. As it's the problem of trying to redefine what something means in to to ignore the narrative and create your own reality and the attempt to force others to live in it and to vilify those others when they will not go along with it and to do that is wrong. Just because someone disagrees does not make them evil. It doesn't make you right. It doesn't make them right. It's a point of at which you need you both need to respectfully as possible try to come to a place where there's common ground where you can have a discussion which is n never going to happen with Ilhan Omar as as Ben Shapiro pointed out, as they have tried talking with her. It's not that she doesn't know what she's saying. She knows exactly what she's saying. It just doesn't matter to her. You can't force someone out of their own narrative even if it's wrong. I mean, I guess technically you could, but we aren't. We we as human beings with moral guidelines and the ability to think rationally try want to try to as decent people have open, honest, respectful discourse. And you can't have that when they don't want to listen, don't want to be respectful, and just want to shut you down because they want to live in a reality that is juxtaposed to the truth. That's it. See you next time.